hook, cook, whip it all out. Don't be a fag and show me your cock. Come on. Now you're being a fag. Come on. I forgot uh, how many how many questionable words were in your <laughs> opening song parody of Tears for Fears is Shout. And uh, now you're thinking that can't be the first two minutes of the podcast? I think it'll be a fun experiment. That's <laughs> 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 what I think. I think uh, we should make this an episode that we're uh, okay with uh, not monetizing. <laughs> but we'll see. I'll uh, I'll do the standard thing where I uh, lie to YouTube <laughs> about the uh, about the content of it and hope nobody checks. I mean, it's a big YouTube out there. <laughs> yeah. So what are they going to manually do everything? Although I'm sure they are uh, scanning for those words in the first 30 seconds. But um, I've beaten the system before and I'll do it again. <laughs> Beating the system just like that guy beat his girlfriend on that video on Twitter Creep of the Week. Hey. But that in a minute. We should hit this at the beginning because it's that time of year again. As we alluded to last week, the All Request Spectacular is coming back and it's pissed. <laughs> Not only is it pissed, it's going to piss on you. It's going to mark drip, you. Drip. <laughs> Damn, now I just want to stop the podcast and watch Chappelle's show in its entirety. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn. Call, I mean, didn't call the R. Kelly, just like commented on the R. Kelly thing in, what, 2004? Yep. Yeah. And now he's going to die in jail. What is he? Well, the girl's got to be holding up government-issued ID <laughs> while her grandmother is there to identify her. <laughs> <laughs> How come her grandmother, not her parents? Well, I like, the, my, my favorite part of it is when he's... When he said, yeah, and you can just see him, like, lining up the video, like, mm, mm, and then he's just laughing, and he goes, ah, it's not him. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. That's one of the best parts of it. That is good. So, all requests. Let's talk about it. Uh, let's talk about it for, for the first hour of the show, and then we'll get into the news. That seem fair? Okay. So, we're doing the all request spectacular. Number you know, three. Number three. Although I've been calling each episode of Request a number. So right. I think this is... Uh, six? Seven or eight? Seven or eight. I don't know. Depending on how many of you, how many movies you people give us. Let's see if you people can push it to 15. <laughs> God. Eight episodes eight of All Requests. Eight episodes request. of All Requests. Anything... Now, now I'm marking it down and putting it in the company ledger. Anything less than that, I will consider an abject fucking failure. Okay? Not screwing around anymore. All Request Spectacular. 20 bucks or more. Let's be very clear. 20 bucks is bitch money. <laughs> you want us to get on? You want us to do the business? You want us to give you and your dumb movie the time and respect it deserves? Send more. But if you can't, for whatever reason, you're on the dole, you're Bob Dole, whatever. R.I.P. We lost him. And his sweet... Did the dick Vote kills... for me! I'm Senator Bob, Bob Dole! Dole. <laughs> did the dick pills kill him? Yeah, dick pills got him. Sad. Took too many. He was hard all the time. Brain couldn't get... Blood couldn't get the rest of his body. His brain... He died doing what he loved. Being yeah. hard. Being hard. <laughs> Being hard for his bitch of a wife. <laughs> Liz. Liz Dole. Les. Maybe. Mm. Now that he's dead. Now that he's dead. Yeah. 85-year-old <laughs> <She> can... <laughs> Les Dole. <laughs> 
quite the second chapter. <laughs> 20 bucks or more per movie request to paypal.me slash not Scott Hansen. The link is in the YouTube description for literally every episode we put out, including this one. Quite importantly, if you don't have a PayPal account, one, get your life together. Two, there's a second link in the YouTube description for if you don't have a PayPal account and you can send it sort of through PayPal, but just with a credit card or debit card. So, and uh, third, if you don't have PayPal, a credit card or a debit card, you're a baby. <laughs> and this is a no babies all request spectacular. I know we allowed babies last time and I feel like that was a mistake. Well, it's because you want to be around your people. <laughs> I did, but ba babies want babies. <laughs> babies babies want having babies. <laughs> baby recognizes baby. Yeah. D don't forget, uh, if you're going to do a request, uh, please make sure that you're requesting a movie that's uh, less than two hours long with about seven or eight minutes of leeway uh, yeah. over. Yeah. If the movie you absolutely have to have these two idiots on a podcast watch and talk about is two hours and three minutes okay but hey if the movie you absolutely have to have us watch and talk about is like 74 minutes <laughs> fucking awesome <laughs> a lot there are, are there a lot of an hour 14 minute movies out there i love the i love technically a feature length yeah I can think of one. Uh, Rem Lazar. Rem Lazar, no. <laughs> um, was the Logan Marshall Green directed uh, Adopt a Highway that I suggested? Oh, it was watch. short, yeah. It was like, uh, yeah, it was like an hour and 19 minutes. And it was great. It damned near made my top 10 and maybe would have in a weaker year because it was 2019, mm -hmm. I think. And 2019 was, 2019. Yeah, yeah. was a strong year. Something I just randomly heard about and then was like, all right, sure. Yeah. I, I like Ethan Hawke. Who doesn't? But yeah, find us some short movies to watch. Yeah. Find, uh, the Watershed Down. I think that's like an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> um, also, if you're going to request uh, a longer one, guess what? You're paying for it. Yeah. I, yeah. That's the other thing. If, you, if it's more. Name it, bitch. <laughs> Drunk Chris Evans. If, uh, yeah, if the movie you need us to watch is longer than the allotted two hours and the five minute grace period, uh, then fine, but pay for two. That's fair, right? We are nothing if not fair. Yes. I would describe us as tough, but fair. And don't forget that, uh, obviously this is a podcast where we talk about, uh, you know, sex, love and rock and roll, but mm -hmm. also movies. And uh, in that order, if you're going to pick a movie. Uh, make sure it's, I don't know, interesting enough for us to do 20-ish minutes on. Yeah. Don't like, pick something that's a boring documentary that I want to fall asleep in. <laughs> yeah, I know this is a tougher request from us to some of our less neurotypical listeners <laughs> who have trouble figuring out what would be good content for other humans to talk about uh having never interacted <laughs> with other humans yourself having and, having and never looked at one directly in the eyes and having a minimal frame of reference and i understand and that's fine 
do your best is is the most I could say. I know we're not going to bat a thousand with what we're asking of you, but if it makes a little difference and it causes one person to say, oh, this movie's bad for people yeah. to talk about. Oh, this doesn't have Let anything me pick something interesting, better. unique, or funny in it. Or yeah. stupid. Yeah. Uh, I mean, by all means, you can also just send us money and... Let us pick a movie, or uh, or even better, just send us money. Just send us money. Yeah, the those we options, can do the all request without doing your movie. Yeah, or without doing movies. Without doing movies. <laughs> if everyone just sent us money and said, "Hey, here, it's cool, guys. Here's twenty dollars. Don't do a movie. Here's twenty dollars. Okay. The end. Done. <laughs> that's here's a hundred dollars. Done. Yeah. So that's how to do it. Uh, did we did we cover everything? Are we clear? I guess I should give you a deadline. For the time being, let's call it December 5th. So you've got some time, but don't sleep on it. In fact, don't sleep. I don't want a single listener right now getting one goddamned wink until it's request time. No sleep till Brooklyn, baby. No sleep till Brooklyn, and Brooklyn is the all request spectacular. Uh, they will be done uh, first come, first served. Mm. So the what if you can't come? No come last served ah, boo sorry <laughs> again rules are rules so yeah the uh, the earlier we quit the oeo will be done to oest <laughs> is your tongue too big for your mouth yeah but otherwise i'm totally normal oh okay <laughs> that's that's all right also everyone go watch the series born this way it is uh i i could not think of a television uh reality series that program. that program that better fits the bill of guilty pleasure yep um so yeah so the the earlier picks will be done earlier if you do multiple movies we'll probably spread your movies out so we're not just doing all of steve's movies on episode one yeah steve steve and but yeah earlier ones get done uh, sooner so that seems like some incentive and i'm also uh tempted to say the uh the more m- the higher tipping ones will also get done sooner hmm. interesting i think i think we'll prioritize i think uh, i think we're gonna go i think we're gonna go full capitalist on this and prioritize the ones that give us more money if you're Doing $20. You're going to be on episode six. Eight. Eight. Episode eight. Eight. And anything less than eight. I swear to God. Also, I hope we don't have to do eight. Yeah, I'll just die. Uh, we did three last time. Four. At least four. Yeah, four. We did, we four. did two the first yeah. time. Four, four was a lot. Four was so much we had to take a break in the middle. <laughs> It was, yeah. So we did, uh, yeah. So the first one we did two split up with like over a month in between them because we were expecting to do one and got more and then had to yeah. like then figure out a time to do the second one. And then the the second round, which was in March, April this year, was four, all of which had to be split into two parts and required a break after the third one. Yep. Yeah. Also, because we're idiots who didn't start watching. Oh, things we let we it them. go for so long. People requested movies so early, and we didn't watch them until so late. <laughs> oh, I got so much time to watch all these movies, and then oh, oh, we're recording in a week, and I haven't watched half of them. Trouble brewing. So we'll try not to do that, but also we still might. 
<laughs> so they, you could get a uh, you could get a fun a fun oops all news right in right in the middle right smack dab in the middle of the all request spectacular maybe on Christmas Day in fact <gasps> but we're what? wrestling on Christmas Day <laughs> that's true we're doing Jun oh. Kazai's uh, oh yeah Death Match Freedom's show. Blood Freedom. Xmas Blood Xmas <laughs> uh, it's a Sunday we should do it what Christmas Day. Yeah, no. I, I, <laughs> Christmas Day is a Sunday, so um, mark your calendars. <laughs> When's Hanukkah? Just did they just take all of December? Did they start with eight days and then they're just like grabbing a few every year, hoping nobody notices? Gee, I wonder why. I I, I couldn't say why, but I, I'm pretty sure Hanukkah's at like 17 days now. And like, well, what do you mean? It's always been this many. What What about that? Maybe, Adam, you mean maybe, maybe two more days? That Adam Sandler movie, uh, 17, 17 Crazy, crazy Nights. nights. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one in fact yeah i saw that at the theater your thoughts i've only seen half of it and i didn't like it it's bad <laughs> let me be clear it's bad didn't like it at all i would love to know who agreed to see that with me justin alexander chun manchu i don't think so i think he's too much the of a chinese anti-athlete andrew pool i don't know maybe it was at oak ridge Shane Sweeney. No. I couldn't tell you. Daniel Fadak. I couldn't. There's, I, no, there's no way I saw that by myself. Even Lucas at the, Funk. the height of Adam Sandler fandom, which of course is the years, uh, 1994 to present. Uh, I don't think I would have seen eight crazy nights by myself, but, uh, but there's still time. <laughs> um, speaking of movies, classic segue. Good job, Scott. Uh, hey, have you seen any, like, movies lately? Scott, would you... Would I? Like to would get... I? Oh, what's that fucking old joke about... Oh, like a guy... A guy with a... A guy with a hair lip... Uh, like, meets a woman with a... With a fake eye, like, across the bar. And then they, like... They converse a little bit, and they're they're into each other and he's like uh and then she's like well, would, would you like to go on a date with me and he's like would i would i and then that but that hurts her feelings and she goes hair lip hair lip <laughs> 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 it's a good joke yeah. if, I, if i knew the whole thing i'd tell it but that that's the gist that's that's kind of what we do with the podcast we don't we don't say we don't say actual funny things. We just allude to other <laughs> yep. funny things. Yep. That's that's the vibe like here. Like pink dance parties that we never get to. Uh yeah, we forgot to talk about the uh, the pink dance Fuck party it, in, uh, in two, they That them. was two weeks ago. Was that two weeks ago? I don't know. It was a week ago. It was at least a week ago. But but I'll tell you what was also a week ago. Uh, Viff ending, and not uh, and we definitely don't each have uh, several more movies to see because Viff of course ended on uh, on October 9th and now it's uh, oh I would I would reckon it's about October 13th today yep. day, <laughs> so, the day of our lord October 13th yeah so uh, I was going to ask you if mm-hmm. you wanted to uh, if anyone out there listening not necessarily just Scott take off but if anybody go. out there wanted to get a little bit racist for a bit I let me think let me check my calendar um yes i would like to get a little bit racist for a bit there has been 
It's Ben. It's Ben! You, you need to sit up. I'm stretching. <laughs> oh, my God. God, that felt good. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, as uh, anyone listening to this uh, wonderful podcast, which, of course, uh, is the worst year of our lives, frequently known as the news. Oh, yeah. I'm welcome Drew, to the Scott. show. Hi, I'm Scott. You can uh, catch me at Not Scott Henson oh, on Twitter. You can get me uh, at Serian Softballs, or as a minor mistake I've made, sort of, <laughs> my letterbox is actually at Drew Serian, not Serian Softballs, just that my name your, on it yeah, is Yeah, your Serian username Softballs. is Serian Softballs, but you're at... On Letterboxd is, in fact, Drew, Drew Sarah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, a little peek behind the curtain, because that's not what my wrestling name is anymore. Uh, anyways, uh, anyone listening to this podcast in the the greater North America and parts of South America. Uh, so, America. The Americas. Yeah. Also, uh, correct me if I'm incorrect, because uh, I, I get... A, I get um, a little confused because my brains are mush because I've had I don't know nine concussions. I would love to correct you. Is this the the phrase right? Is mm-hmm. the lower forty eight? Yeah. What's the other low? What's the other non lower? Are they calling Hawaii not the lower forty eight? It's the lowest. I see. What's like Maine? Are they saying Alaska and Maine out? Everybody else in. Oh, I okay. So the lower forty-eight is <laughs> is the mainland United States minus Maine, minus Maine plus Hawaii. Plus Hawaii. Well, because it's the lower in keeping 48. with low. Those are those are the lowest forty-eight states. Yeah. You know what? Great question. Shouldn't it be like the connective forty-eight or the? They're, they do. They'll say contiguous. Yeah. Um, but they do also say the lower forty-eight. So and is it? What's the other one? I guess Maine's out, Hawaii's in. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have a better answer than that. Lobster out and meth in. <laughs> Go with Christ, yep. brah. Um, brother. Anyways, if you're listening to this on the main... Brother, we in the lower 48, brother. Uh, are you listening to this on uh, the mainland Americas? Uh, you grew up on uh, the unceded and stolen territories. You caught that? Yeah, well, they didn't. They didn't start the. No, they started yesterday. I know. Yeah, when I saw one of them, the native movie, they literally just said stolen. They did oh, not say just unseated. They yeah. just say they just said l- loudly stolen. <laughs> okay, so let let's set the scene, everybody, because I bet some of you have gone to movies and not been yelled at about natives. <laughs> Every movie. <laughs> Every single movie. Even at film festivals. Now listen, this is gonna get imagine. a little this is gonna get very playfully racist. Yeah. And we are just making observations of our uh lives as two mostly hetero cis white males mm-hmm. who uh definitely don't have any serious deep seated real feelings towards anyone of an indigenous nature. Uh, no, it's all it's all for the comedy and not for the real things going on in our brains. Yeah, no. And the, the key here is playful. So if if you think we're we're going too hard, just know that as we're saying all of this, we are both skipping around the room and you can you can never be that racist when you're skipping. No. Right. It cancels it out. Yeah, yeah. So just that's playful. Make sure that's your mental image. This is playful. Now, here's why they gotta go. <laughs> so, um, so the Vancouver International 
Film Festival is going on right now. 41st and Annual. 41st Annual, in fact. And, it's as old uh, as Scott. That's not true. Pretty close. Much, much. Pretty close. Much, much. It's It starts with an entire different number. Uh-huh. That That is only that's several years away. Decades. <laughs> more than me. Okay. Also, let's keep on the table that I'm baby. <laughs> All right? No, we said so, this isn't for babies. No, I'm the one baby. Uh, I think you gotta leave. I'm the boss baby. No, I think you gotta leave. You, you said think, no babies. You I think, think I should leave? I think you're out. <laughs> well, we'll uh, we'll look into recasting for... for no the, babies. <laughs> no babies. Babies are out. So, yeah, so we're... Basically, we're just, like, putting in time and trying to get through VIF, because in a few weeks, we're heading uh, just north of the Bronx uh, in uh, New York City to uh, Yonkers. For the uh, for the Yonkers International right. uh, Film Festival, um, GIF or uh, barring that, we're just gonna have furry sex with each other, <laughs> which will achieve the same effect. So, VIF, let's talk about it. Um, so, what they do at the beginning of every single movie is they do what is known as a land acknowledgement, because. That's the world we live in. It's not just VIF, though. It no, is it's, any it's, event that you go to yeah. anywhere in the greater Vancouver area. Yeah, and we have to apologize to and thank the the native peoples for on, on whose land we're doing the cool thing. Because they were doing so many cool things before us, and we don't let them anymore. They had such culture. I mean, they've had language for over 50 years now. <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> skipping, <laughs> skipping. Remember, that's why we're so out of breath, and not because we're both fat. <laughs> Remember the skipping that is key to this whole segment. Without the skipping, it all falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 thing with the acknowledgement is that there we have to show them that our oh our deep gratefulness for allowing us to use the infrastructure that they that, definitely built before our ancestors were here. Yeah, big building. And yeah, they still know how to use. They built so much in the 15,000 years they were here before anyone else came to this continent. Yeah. And and we just tore down the entire infrastructure and started from scratch. We, we destroyed their movie cinemas and then we built They our had own. some nice theaters. Yeah. They had the majestic. They had stadiums. They, they had, had everything. They had a they had a megaplex with twelve screens. Wow! Yeah, I know. It's All crazy. showing Sonic the Hedgehog two. All showing Sonic the Hedgehog two. Yeah. Um, five hundred years ago. Five hundred years ago. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, so every showing, they get up there and they read off their tablets. Oh, or... one, one more angry thing. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the... oh, you mean you mean one more playfully racist thing? Absolutely. <laughs> The I always love the uh, uh, thanking them for like working with us on this event. What what do they do? They are allowing us to have fun. Oh, okay. They're the <gasps> they're the fun police. They're the goddamn fun police. I knew it. Okay, now we have a face to the name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's covered in paint. 
Anyway, continue. <laughs> so at the beginning of every showing, they'll bring out a tablet or, as I saw last night, a folded up piece of paper yep. <laughs> that uh, where they say that we are acknowledging that we are on the unceded and stolen lands of so, the okay, and, so, and let's talk about the terminology because it, it does vary. So they've been doing this for some years now. Yeah, this is like the fourth or fifth, maybe. I'd say at least the fifth. Yeah. And in earlier... In earlier years, it was the uh, the the adjectives they used to describe the land. Well, I think it was just the ancestral lands, ancestral of. and traditional, yeah, something like that. Yeah, and then um, then it went for a couple years to uh, to like traditional and unseated. Yeah, so like they they didn't give it up. Yeah, except well. <laughs> And Never then gonna give it up, except for we totally we did. <laughs> and then I guess it would have been 2019 because there hasn't been much no. live stuff the last two years. 2019, they started going hard, hard. and it was well, the traditional or ancestral that that one is variable and stolen lands of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Slaywatooth. We'll discuss that pronunciation yeah. later. Do you nations. think? Do you think it was because they thought the world was ending and this was them shooting their shot? Could be that they were like, "Fuck it!" Like, yeah, we we've been sitting back and literally doing nothing for two hundred years. <laughs> Now's our chance to uh, to make them uh, acknowledge that this isn't their land. Let's go stolen. E- except for they literally have done nothing about it, and it's more of a like, "Hey, what if we work together because our infrastructure is falling apart and nobody has clean water?" <laughs> yeah. So and then back back this year they uh, they eased off the gas a little bit and went back to whatever and unseated until yesterday yeah. when Drew and I went to separate movies yeah. and both went stolen yeah. and that has not been the only mid festival adjustment yeah so they do the spoke the live spoken land acknowledgement and when they started doing it 5 5 6 whatever years ago they they would do that and then the movie would start right what uh, what a time to be alive um no i feel like in 2019 we saw videos no that's what when, when they right when they started doing land oh, acknowledgement gotcha. it was that it was just the land acknowledgement and then the fucking movie right, played right 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 and then as years went yeah. on, we had to up the ante. So after the land acknowledgement, now it's videos that are the same thing as well. It's not the same thing as the land acknowledgement. Now, now it's videos of native people um, telling us how how gracious they are for letting us do a film festival. Drew looks very confused. Oh, I was trying to, oh, tw- 2014. Uh, maybe I saw it in twenty. 20- what? No. Are you okay? Well, I definitely saw a movie at VIF. Brag. A big brag. That, huh. Well, so I saw a documentary at VIF called Red Army, which was about... Yes, I recall that. Ru- Russian hockey players. Uh, Did you see it with Dan? I saw it with one Daniel Makabe. Yes. When I was friends with him. But it, it says that it's twenty. 14 but i did not see it in 2014 so it must have been in the festival probably 2015 or 16 15 or 6 maybe even 16 because it was well after i was out of film school 
Okay. Uh, brag. So, <laughs> 2016, nice. I do not remember them doing land acknowledgements or videos. Certainly not videos. I think they might have been doing land acknowledgements. I don't but think maybe they did. not. Maybe I 2017. Think, I think the movie just started and that was it. Uh, what what a beautiful time in our nation's history. Yeah, I don't I don't think it was there was no acknowledgments, there was nothing. Yeah. Um Canada the oh Hmm. Well, uh, Red Army premiered in Canada October 5th, 2014 at the Vancouver International Film Festival. Fuck, so I did see it in 2014. What do you think about that? I don't know. Somehow I saw it in 2014, I guess. Limited release in January 2015. No, but I saw it then. Okay, well, as far back as 2014, there was no... So, yeah, 14, I would definitely think they weren't doing it. I mean, I've seen at least a few things every single year. Like, this was the first year where I was, like, going hard. Yeah. R. Um, Huh. Okay. Well, yeah. Definitely no land acknowledgments at all. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, we do the land acknowledgement, and then we do the video, which is uh, a a native person uh, welcoming us, welcoming us, and guilting us at the same time. Eh. I mean, guilt is only if you feel guilty. Exactly. Do I feel guilty? No. Attempting to guilt us and when these started it was one video then last year they started re getting pretty big for their britches because i I saw Uh, 2019 i think because when we went to see maya a beautiful movie there was like oh maybe it was technically one video but it was much longer because it had the uh the oh you know it was it was hefty they them (laughs) Um, it was like singing. It was one video, but it was multiple things. Yeah, and it was like and it was six long. or seven minutes. It was long. yeah, it was pushing eight minutes. Because I, I think by like the tenth movie I saw, I was timing it. Yeah, I'm like this. I'm this is going to be the goddamn death of me. So uh, yeah, so so last year they started getting pretty long with the uh, with the video, and the first day or first. Two days of the festival. Uh, it was when we went to see uh, something in the dirt. Okay, so that was the second day. Second I, day. I also saw it on the first day. So they they were still doing we it all on the second all day. Three. Yeah. The at uh, something in the dirt, and yeah. then by so, the next day. So the first two days of the festival, they would show three. Almost identical. Like yeah. every video said yeah. the exact same the, thing. The only difference was what you were actively seeing as far as the city, because they're yeah. showing like the you know the, the ocean, the forest, the whatever. And yeah. the only difference was the people that were talking. Yeah, but they were all saying identical things. And then clearly after two days, someone said, "Look, <laughs> <laughs> this." goes on for fucking ever they say the same thing in each of the three videos play one video and mix it up oh, every time and also every movie is starting late and every movie is starting if, if late because the, they if can't the get showing is together. at nine it yeah. starts at nine twenty. correct because they are not only are they still seating people but for most of these movies it's a premiere or it's the only showing yeah so then people are lined up outside waiting for like overflow tickets Mm -hmm. which of course then they do and they bring them in and they let them sit up in the balconies but 
it takes forever for everybody to get in. So now you're 20 minutes behind and the land acknowledgement and the video and mm. the commercial for fucking life insurance yep. or shout out to Scotiabank life yeah. insurance. So, you know, by the time the movie starts, it's like half an hour after showtime. Yeah, which is great for you because then it's like a two-hour movie and then you have to get home and get up at 4.15 a.m. Or it's almost a three-hour movie and I have to get up at 4 a.m., but but I actually didn't feel too bad that day. Wow, pretty good. Yeah, it was the other day that I felt really bad. Yeah, this this will catch up with you by week's end and you will die. Well, Friday I'm seeing Klondike at 9.45 and I work at 5.30 the next morning, so that's going to be a real tough one. Boy, oh boy. Clinic's really good, though. And I can't call out because it's fucking Thanksgiving, so. Oh, yeah. Sorry, it was Thanksgiving. Oh, and I, I didn't call out, and I was super I didn't, tired. Yeah, and, and how did you like Klondike? Oh, Klondike was amazing. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, yeah. so that's that. The uh, And now that they're doing the rotation videos, I also, I can't believe, I would love to be a fly in the wall for that discussion where they actually agreed to cut down the amount of videos by mm-hmm. two thirds. Cause the amount of complaints they would have had to have in yeah. order to do that. Yeah. Cause that, that is not going to be their natural inclination. No, 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 no. Is to cut down the native videos. Yes. Yeah. Cause you know, there's going to be angry natives when, when that Scott, happens. they prefer to be called abos. Sorry, there's going to be some pissed off abos. <laughs> some right pissed abos. Well, yeah, especially because the only ones that are there are the, uh, the 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 righteous fight the power, but also they've had every opportunity in their life and have a bunch of money <laughs> ones. Yeah. Not the ones that we can almost see from your bedroom window. <laughs> Dangerously close. Dangerously close. If, now, they're, if they're listening right now, we're in big trouble. A hundred percent. Yeah. I definitely got uh, yelled at at the uh, at the post office by one of them. Not for not for anything. She was just in a yelling mood Hmm. about about racism. So and because you look like Hitler's wet dream. Yeah. Except for the beard, I guess. I don't think Nazis were big on beards. They weren't totally anti-facial hair. though. No, they got cool mustaches. Well, you can do it. I could do a cool mustache. Blonde hair, blue eyes. You know who else can Tall. do? You know who else can do a cool mustache? Uh, Z Ma next week. Yep. S- spoiler. Yep. Uh, so, so in terms of the actual content of the videos and the uh, the native Canadians uh, speaking in their native language? Question mark. Yeah. How uh, how would you uh, how would you review that? Uh, anyone listening who went to uh, high school, some of you might not have, some of you might be too dumb. Uh, <laughs> too dumb for high too school. Too dumb for high school. Uh, so you learn a language, right? A second language as part of your education growing up, whether or not you actively learn that language and follow through with it, or whether it's a class that you skip and get like 13% in and then never do again. That's a good mark. Uh, I, I wish I had gotten 13% in something. But like... If you're not really that invested in it and you're not, you're, you're only learning it based, because you have to. Yeah. Or just like, you know, you're, the, you're sounding out words and they're close enough to English that you can yeah. get through it. So you go up there to do a presentation and you're like, uh, hola, me amo is Andrew Smith. Donde es la biblioteca? 
like that yeah. that 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 level of understanding the second language and like and the pronunciation and the pronunciation and, and the intonation and just yeah. like the the cadence of it yeah you're just taking the language because you have to take a language to do something and you're you're thinking oh, i mean i just get through this and then and then never think about it again it's not like i'm only going to date spanish women for the rest of my life some of them were portuguese <laughs> Uh, bonjour. The same difference. They just do uh, S Je m'appelle Andrew Smith. That's as far as Com- I remember in French. Como esta? <laughs> Como esta? Uh, I can remember man- manger means to eat. Yep. Uh, what is to feed? To feed? Yeah. I'm not a feeder. Okay. I'm not a grower either. <laughs> a gainer. But we'll get to that. Um, Good. Yeah. So, uh, one of the videos is a... A respectable, handsome, super smooth, suave, and comfortable being in front of the camera young gentleman. He was terrified. Who I believe his uh, his aboriginal name is Quastican now, Swastika. It almost sounds like Colossalton. Maybe Colossalton. <laughs> Which is a very cool Maybe name. Maybe he's an X-Man. You don't know. I think it's Colossalton. Co- Colossalton. Yeah. But his English name is Mac, Mac Paul. <laughs> and uh, so the first time we saw him. Probably the first couple times. But, but, but yeah. Well, the first time for sure when we saw him together is we couldn't stop noticing the fact that he was like, had his hands near his waist and he was like, Pulling down his he's, shirt. He's clearly very nervous, and he's fidgeting with both hands at the bo- like the bottom center of his shirt. Yeah, what, which he, is very distracting. Yeah, he needs a um, uh, the fucking Tim fidget Rollins. spinner. No, the t- a t- he needs a TC Tugger. Oh, a TC Tugger. Yeah, yeah, that'd be perfect yeah. for him. No, they're not a joke shirt. It's not a it's joke. Not a joke. Yeah. See, I was t- I was ruining all my shirts because I was pulling at them too much. Yeah. So I got a TC Tugger. They're made for a heftier man. <laughs> yeah. Also, he's not heavy. He's a he's a small guy. Yeah. But it, it, Drew, Drew is in, it, Drew is insistent that he's a little person. <laughs> I thought he was an LP for sure. I thought he was an LP. Yeah. Anyways, we so we watch it and he's giving yeah, the whole so he's, he's doing uh, his his grade you know, eleven uh, musqueam. Well, yeah. That, so that's the whole thing. Is that yeah. like this is his native language, but it sounds like he's frenetically reading it. Off cue cards, because no, behind the camera, because yeah. nobody speaks it that isn't like sixty five years old. Yeah, because there's a second video that is like two ladies who are like I don't know fifty, yeah, and then like a seventy five year old guy. Yeah, he talks and it sounds like it's the only language he knew how to it speak. It sounds like he actually knows that language. And the other two, like one of them's name is Jen Thomas, and the other one's name is like. Hillary it's George, something George, because literally, I don't, I don't know if that's a here thing or a North America wide thing. Every second native person's last name is George. Yeah, I don't know if that's just the name that white people gave them. Could be. They're like, I don't know, George, 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 Thomas. <laughs> George, George. So yeah, they, they're all just all their last names are just men's first names. Yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, it's very much like the uh, what fuck the. Oh, the Thanksgiving episode of South Park, where yes. the, the guy comes and he's clearly like a ginger Jew, and he's yep. like, "I'm the leader of my native community," and then he's like, <laughs> "He's like, I'm one sixteenth Cherokee, a real Elizabeth Warren." Yeah, right. 
And so the one of the ladies talking in the video is very much an Elizabeth Warren type. Where like, but but neither of them. Like it sounds like both of them are also reading cue cards, even though oh, yeah. they are like the elders in charge of yeah. the of their their communities for sure. And so it doesn't sound like so. It, the joke is that, well, yeah, they're just like saying whatever they want, and we have to we have to just accept that that's their language. Like, yeah. they're doing all these like, yeah, they like one of their one of their actual letters is the way that. Seth Green's nerd character pronounces the letter S. Like, hey guys, wait, wait up for me. Let's let's, let's get some sausages. <laughs> like, that's a letter, but it just sounds like a speech impediment yeah. here. Yeah. But that's the least of anyone's worries because none of these fucking people can agree on how to pronounce the name of one of their tribes. Yep. Which lends credence to the fact that it's all bullshit. That it's I I'm not sure it's even actually a language. Oh yeah, because one because there's three nations around here: Musqueam, which is where we are right now, which is where we are right fucking now, right fucking now. <laughs> Squamish. We're actually we are Musqueam two. Musqueam two. Don't ask where one is under the bridge. <laughs> Maybe one was before it was colonized, and then they're like, "Well, it can't be one; it's gone." Now it's the sequel. Now it's sequel. Now it's even cooler. Yeah. Because Scott's bigger, are bigger balls. <laughs> Musqueam, Squamish, and Slaywatooth. However, there seems to be great debate in the community itself as to how to pronounce Slaywatooth. I believe it is spelled Slaywatooth. <laughs> yeah. However, we got. I think there's. We've had six. We've had three. Very. We've had two variations of three pronunciations. So there's Slaywatooth, Slaywatooth, to Slaywatooth. Because maybe it starts T-S. To Slaywatooth, to Slaywatooth, and of course, Slaywatooth and Slaywatooth. Get it, fucking get it together, guys. Yeah. Honestly. Pick pick the name of one of your important words. Yeah. The name of your cultural location. It's like we couldn't decide how to pronounce white people. Hmm. Wheat people? We, we are wheat people. <laughs> white people? That's... <laughs> No? Chinese. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? what do you mean? You just did a Chinese guy. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. A, a Chinese guy isn't a, a valid pronunciation of white people? Of white people? I yeah. don't think so. I see. Well, I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board on that. Yep. Uh, anyways, that's been our annoying experience at the beginning, although what one of that... us has had a worse experience at the beginning, but... Was it me? It was me. I was going to say, I didn't have one. It must be you. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about it? I don't want to get that racist because then it's <laughs> going to come back and haunt me. That might. Just, uh, I don't know. Guys, just just assume something racist happened with Drew and you're probably right. Oh, it wasn't necessarily racist. Drew did a hate crime. I did a hate crime. <laughs> uh... Anyways, uh, so what what have we seen? We seen Wouldn't it be funny if we stopped talking about Vif right now? <laughs> and that's all we talked about. Okay, what else we got? <laughs> we got to watch the Mario trailer. Let's just do that. We'll get to Mario in a minute. I just think it'd be very funny if we, like... Do it a hate crime, move in, on. Introduced Vif, just were racist for 20 minutes, and then, like, and that's the Vif that's report. That's the Vif report. <laughs> So, okay, fine, I guess we can tell fine, you. Fine, we saw movies that were, some were good and some were whatever. 
Guess we can tell you some movies. I opened with a pre-cinema movie, God's Country, which then I explained the whole plot to Scott. And when I got the, to the very end of the, describing the plot, the end. Scott went, oh, oh, I've seen this. I saw that. <laughs> it was. And like, it took me describing almost the entire plot, then forgetting I'd forgot something earlier. Going back. Going back, and then you going, yeah. oh yeah, I've seen this. And Drew's, Drew's like, uh, Drew's a detailed plot describer. So it's it's not like he was being vague. Yeah. He did a very complete job of describing the movie to me. And yeah, after I don't know, 50 it was like most yeah. of the drive home. Yeah. <laughs> so and after like 15 minutes as you're telling me the end of the movie. Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, I saw that." I saw it. <laughs> and and up to that point, nothing. I'm like, "This is a new movie I'm learning yeah. about." So, and then I said, oh, there's like the, these hunters who park their red truck. And you're like, oh, red truck, because I'm autistic. <laughs> I like trucks. Now, if they had been parking a train, I had been. Oh, my God. I had been with you way earlier. What's your favorite train movie of all time? Uh, Snakes on a Train. Nice. <laughs> that exists. It does exist. Yeah, that it? exists. Uh, Strangers on a Train. Unstoppable. Unstoppable. That's a good one. Also, uh, A Lie. They, yeah. fucking, they stopped fucking stopped it. Spoiler. Um, uh, what's throw the, Mama from the Train. Throw Mama from the Train, the Danny DeVito classic. Okay. Uh, what's the one... Maybe Jennifer Aniston's in it. And maybe Clive Owen's in it. And... Don't look at me like I'm crazy. It's not out of the realm of possibility that those two people could be in a movie together. And maybe there's also a train. I'm not the asshole here. Fuck you. Midnight Meat Train. It was Midnight Meat Train. Um, is it... Uh, now, I confused two movies. Is Closer the one no. with that's Jude Cli- Law and people? Yeah. Okay. Cl- Clive Owen, Natalie Portman, and a th- second female. <laughs> so what's the other one, which might also have Clive Owen, but also, let's be clear, might not... <laughs> But I'm almost okay. I'm gonna for Aniston on a train. Yeah, there's it. It's sort of a. Are they? It's sort of a strangers on a train, but not entirely. Are they going to some kind of? Are they going to some kind of camp? Oh, interesting. Where there's like big fences. Shut up. Shut up. I got it. Stop making Holocaust jokes. It's always with the Holocaust <laughs> jokes with you. Derailed. Well, it's nice to make fun of something that didn't happen. <laughs> it's true. Nobody no, nobody gets hurt when we, when we make fun of the Holocaust. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston, Clive yeah, Owen, right, but I, that, Vincent Cassell. Does that have anything to do with a train? It's called derailed. That doesn't mean anything. When two married business executives having an affair, having an affair oh. are blackmailed by a violent criminal, the two must turn the tables on him to save their families. There's a train aspect. You know who I bet you the bad guy is? Vincent, Vincent Cassell. Cassell. <laughs> <laughs> You're going pretty deep. Oh, Rizza's in it. Sick. What pretty about Jizza? And Exhibit? What kind of movie is this? What about Jizza? No Jizza. Hmm. This has tons of cool people in it. So you got your Aniston and Owen. I've seen it, and I couldn't tell you a fucking thing about it. What if I described the whole thing, and then when I get to the end, you're like, ah. Well, I mean, I'm admitting I've seen it. (laughs) But yeah, you got got Jennifer and Clive, then you got Vincent, potential bad guy, who's to say? Rizza, Exhibit, Giancarlo Esposito. Sick. David Oyelowo. Nice. Pre-fame. And gay actor, Dennis O'Hare. Poonhound, Dennis O'Hare. That's a movie. 
I'm gonna watch I'm this a again. ghost. <laughs> oh, no, that's Toby is Huss. That, is that your No, that's Toby Huss. <laughs> oh, I thought I just thought that was your impression of Dennis O'Hare in every season of American Horror Story. It kind of is though. <laughs> I was a ghost. He's either a ghost or a vampire. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, was he a vampire in True Blood? He was a vampire in True Blood. He was a vampire in True Blood. He was a ghost he, in he, every season of American Horror Story. Pretty much every Story. season of American Horror Story. Uh man, Ryan Murphy just keep Keeps cranking out quality stuff. I haven't seen Dahmer, but I know... It's making everybody mad. I know it's making everyone mad, and I know it's silly. Well, <laughs> because Ryan Murphy made it. because yeah, he's bad at his job, and he's very gay. I like how he accidentally got a bunch of, like, Emmy nominations for the OJ one. Yeah. The OJ one is very silly. Yeah. The casting is nuts. Mostly John Travolta. Absolutely nutso. John Travolta, David Schwimmer as a Kardashian. Yep. Um... I mean, Oscar winner Cuba Gooding Jr. Yep. is OJ. Yep. Malcolm Jamal Warner is Al Cowlings? Yeah, I think so. It's, it's, yep. uh, it's, every casting is funny. Yep. And then it got like legit award talk. Talk. Noms. Noms. Nom noms. So, yes. And that was our review of Derailed. <laughs> <laughs> How so, yeah. did we even get on a fucking, oh, because the, the red truck described. Yeah. So I started off watching God's Country pre. Technically part of the festival, but it was pre-festival, and it was free, so we didn't have to pay for it. Pretty good. And it was good? Yeah, it was like. Did you fuck Tandy Newton? I don't know. Yeah, I probably would. She, uh... She ate. She changed the spelling of her name. Yeah, she did. To make it much harder to pronounce, There's because, a W in it now. Yeah. Is it still pronounced Tandy? Yeah, I think so. Because it looks like Tandyway. I know. But I think I think it's pronounced the same. It's just spelled in her traditional booga booga language, in her traditional Westminster London <laughs> England language, because that's where she was born. Yeah, yeah. where her parents from? Uh, Westminster London <laughs> England. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Tandyway. Getting Tandyway. Uh, <laughs> that's what it looks like. I know. <laughs> Uh, what did you open the actual festival? With? I opened with the Darden brothers, Tori and Lokita. Oh, Darden yeah, yeah. brothers who brought us uh, the kid with a bike, uh, young Ahmed, and other movies. But I think those are the two I've seen. Deepon. No. Nope. Wrongo. <laughs> Take another guy. I fucking dare Hope. you. I fucking dare you to name another Darden Brothers Hotel movie. Transylvania 2. Oh, you fucking got it. God damn it. Two Days, One Night is the other one. Ah! That's a good fucking movie. That's... Is that their best? I think that's their we best. We better keep going because we're going to run out of steam really quick here. I guess that's true. Anyway, Tori okay. and Lakita was good, if not unmemorable. It's about uh, two... Uh, African immigrants in Belgium, like uh, a teenage girl and a younger boy who are pretending to be siblings. Uh, the oh. girl was very good. The boy was fine, but weirdly under emotive, which I'll take over overacting yeah. any day. But the the boy was very flat sometimes. And uh, how was the girl? I'd fuck her. Oh, uh, yeah, I was going along with flat. Oh, was not she stacked. Not flat. C caked up front and back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, Where's from? Sudan? Uh, Congo? 
Cote d'Ivoire, Ghana. How come they always say Ghana, West Africa? Like that's always how that country is said. I don't know, man. We don't see. We don't say Somalia, East Africa, or Canada, North North America. We should though. You know what I mean? The North North baby. (laughs) Double N, double N. Careful. Double N, no R. Um, but yeah, so th- yeah, uh, Tori was, Tori was so, so uh, Adam said it was just because he was gangster. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Fair enough. It was a gangster ass kid. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, it was, it was good, uh, but not blow away. I opened the festival by seeing, uh, oh, something in the dark was the first one I saw. Yeah. Something in the dirt. Uh, very, very cool, fun movie by, ugh, what are their names? It's two and guys, Andrew Wiggins, Lloyd Webber, and Jonathan Taylor Thomas, <laughs> uh, Aaron Moorhead, and Justin Benson. Yeah, not to be confused with Scott Henson. And you've seen none of their other movies. I don't believe I've seen any of their other movies. You should see Synchronic. three of the four. So they have also done Synchronic, yeah. The Endless. The Endless, uh, Spring, and Resolution. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Spring is excellent. Resolution's okay. good, but not amazing production quality. It's very much like them in a cabin in the woods just doing their own thing. I guess it's kind of like something in the dirt, but like they didn't have the... I don't know the juice, the experience, like the yeah, the the knowledge they had later on. Uh, the endless is awesome. Okay, and uh, I think you should see at least those ones, if not all of them. Cool. And now they're doing Moon Knight, so they cool. they hit the big time. It also looks like they did an episode of Jordan Peele Twilight Zone. Yeah, that sounds all right. Entitled Eight, which I. I think I watched every episode. A team of scientists discover a new, highly intelligent species that may endanger more than their research. Do I see a Joel McHale? You definitely see a Joel McHale. Oh, yeah. They, they're in a sub or like maybe a station in Antarctica-ish. And there's a highly intelligent, like, o- octopus squid type thing. Oh, okay. And, uh... Intelligent how? Like, it can put square blocks in square holes? Or can you? it can, like, telekinesis? I don't know if it can telekinesis, but it was, it's smarter than your average octopus. Mm. And, uh, I'm, like, I remember it the same as every other Twilight Zone episode, which is, uh, like a worse episode of any Black Mirror episode. <laughs> like, I don't remember any being that good and literally all of them should have been half an hour and all of them were an hour. Yeah. 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 So you can, uh, it's all pretty missable. But uh, yeah, something in the dirt, very cool, weird, uh, clearly COVID filmed because yeah. not a lot of locations, but nope. they uh, they made the best of it. Uh, yeah. Sci-fi type film. And I saw that with you that day, and uh, After Sun before it, which was which was very good actually, um, despite being the directorial debut of a woman, <laughs> which I uh, 
I can't believe usually I usually is quite a deterrent. Can't believe I agreed to see it, but god damn it, Charlotte Wells, you you did a pretty good job. It's um it's hard to say a lot about what I think of it without spoiling, spoiling it because a lot a lot is left to you to to figure out, but it's it's largely like a a young father and his daughter on on vacation and then you get little flashes to other things and uh, and sort of see that there's there's more going on under the surface spoiler he's not fucking the daughter so if if that's what the selling point would be for you I don't think it's that. If that would so. be the selling point for you, uh, stop listening to our podcast, please. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to meet that guy. You're driving away a lot of list, a lot of our current listeners, a lot of people that. that if they stopped giving us money would be Twitter creep of the week. No, no, no. <laughs> yes. And then what happened? Uh, then I saw Klondike. Which you, which I've also seen on which Friday. you've also seen on Friday, <laughs> and was it's really good, despite also being directed by a woman. What's going on? I guess I don't know, man. Women get bitches can get it too. <laughs> that is what they say. The uh, I guess it's the uh, the million monkeys at a million typewriters theory. That I if, think she's not but black. Th- but the women are monkeys. Well, I can say that because uh, the women are white. Kind of a babe, a little bit. She's not bad. Shout out to Marie, Marina El Gorbach. Uh, she's older than me. Pass. Oh. Much older than me. 1981. She's as old as the film festival. <laughs> yep. Disgusting. Gross. Uh, her appears to be her... Okay. At, at least it's not a debut. She's been allowed to direct things before nah. but uh i will not spoil anything uh because drew, i've already seen it because drew's gonna go see it a second time and wants to go in <laughs> fresh fresh but uh it's basically about when uh when russia invaded ukraine the second most recent time in 2014 crimea. when they were uh when they were annexing Crimea, and it's this uh, husband and wife who basically live on the border and are uh, caught up in it. And it's uh, it's really good. It's uh, it's pretty harrowing. And uh, and you asked if it's uh, Andrei Zivyaginsev esque, and I'm like, well, it's Russian and bleak. So uh, I think you're gonna like what you see. Mm. And and so you did. And so I did. Not tomorrow, but several days ago. <laughs> And um, then we saw. You didn't see anything else that day. I saw uh, b- uh, brother. You saw brother. How was brother? Uh, you know what? Not bad. It was a. Uh, it's a Canadian made film. Uh, I know. Usually Boo, those suck. Canada. Uh, it's about two brothers growing up in the mean streets Isn't of two Scarborough, Ontario, mm. Canada. Isn't two brothers about tigers? There's also two brothers. Uh, it's about tigers. And four brothers about white guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, f- Marky Mark. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, it's uh, Im- immigrants uh, from Jamaica. Which I said to Scott, how fucking frustrating is it? Because that- literally all Jamaican immigrants come to the Canadian province of Ontario, and they move to Scarborough. Apparently, even though there's a city in Ontario called Kingston. Kingston. 
your fucking capital. Move to Kingston. What? An absolute failure of a country and its people. Yeah. Um. Anyways, it was well. It was well shot. It was well acted. I uh, the the adult versions of both kids. What or like adult like out of their teens ver- uh, actors for both kids were very good. The mom was really good. The main female lead had big tits and was super cute because she's know. like half Jamaican, half Portuguese. Fun. Yeah, she was hot. Anyways, um. Yeah, it was really good, but I mean, it, it's along the same lines of every, you know, growing up in the hood in the United States type movie, like, yeah. opportunity to leave, avoiding gang violence, no dad in the picture, um, just like sort of navigating through being a young kid who's had like no opportunities their entire life and then something tragic happens uh i also kind of felt like one of the plot points that was really shoehorned in and didn't really fit the movie at all was that the older brother was gay but yeah like but like it didn't it didn't play into the movie at all like nobody was like you're a fag kill him (laughs) like it had nothing to do with anything so and nobody in the audience yelled that well no no even i don't know me? Someone in your seat? <laughs> no. no. Okay. I feel like maybe first time for everything. Maybe I guess. the idea was to normalize gay relationships in movies. Ooh, normalizing. Well, yeah, but like it, the thing Liar. is, like, it was sort of hidden the entire movie. Until Would you call it insidious? It was insidious. Chapter three. <laughs> okay. The bad one. Oh, I guess chapter four is the bad one. That's the one where the the bad guy has key fingers and he and he puts it <laughs> into your throat. And turns it, and then you have no voice. What? Yeah, I need to watch the all the insidious movies. Goes in your throat. Yeah, turns it, and then you lose your voice, so you can't scream or talk. Wow. Yeah, and that's the bad one. And that's the bad one. And I mean, that sounds awesome. How good are the good ones? If that's the I guess bad one? three's also not that great, but whatever. Anyways, um, I know what I'm. Yeah, it was. Into. It wasn't bad, but uh, you you you've seen it if you've seen like. Boys in the Hood or Juice, that was a good one, or uh, any of those other, like, getting out of the hood, but also there's gang violence. Yeah. Yeah. But well shot. Like, I thought it was beautiful. That's good. Yeah. Then we uh, made our way to uh, Martin McDonough's. Martin McDonough. Banshees of Inisherin. It was fucking great. It sucked. Oh. Dissenting opinion. JK. Def- defend your stance jk it was so fucking good <laughs> it was so good it's it's, re- it's really funny for me it's very hard to match in bruges and i think it was right fucking there i think it i, I, I think, I think it, it might be better than yeah in bruges, like i think I it really was right like in bruges, fucking there but it is the same director and actors yeah. as in bruges yeah it was great i like the comedy was so like like, I think it's my favorite comedy of the year. Yeah, like, no, there was nothing outlandish necessarily about it. The comedy was just... One person's actions were kind of... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, but, like, those actions weren't comical, like, in nature. Yeah. It wasn't, like, ah, blood in the face. Like, it was none of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it was... Everything was just very normal, but very funny. Yeah. And I lo- I love Colin Farrell. I love Brendan Gleeson. Yep. I will watch them in literally anything. Absolutely. But their chemistry together They're is so good. So together. good They're so that good. they just need to keep making movies. Yeah. Martin McDonough just needs to keep directing just Colin keep Farrell, this, Brendan Gleeson in movies. Do whatever. <laughs> yeah. 
I I it's I always forget that Martin McDonough didn't also do the guard. It does feel like it he feels did the guard. like of the guard yeah. director, but but yeah, I mean it, it, it's a very basic, a very simple story. Like it's that they live on a small island off the coast of Ireland in the 1920s. Yeah, and they are friends who just kind of. Do you know who did the guard? Sorry to interrupt. Uh, John John Michael, Michael McDonough. That's why I always think. Are they related? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, and he did the guard and and cavalry. Yeah, yeah. They have. And to he did another one, right? Uh, uh, war on everyone. The forgiven. What? Uh, that's it. Oh, okay. But now I need to know if they're related. Uh, they is he? From, I mean, is he from Ireland? He's from London. Uh, same as no. Tan, same as Tandiway Newton. Uh, Mark McDonough is actually from England. He's not Irish, so maybe they're brothers. Maybe that that would make so much fucking sense. It sure would. Just look it up. I'm going to. Are <laughs> Martin McDonough and John Michael McDonough brothers? Alexa, Martin's much hotter. He, he, <laughs> well, he's, he, he's got like that brooding 90s he, villain look. He, look. he looks like Sting. He does look like Sting. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. Uh, also from London. Uh, okay. Martin John McDonough McDonagh <laughs> Brothers. Anything, anything, anything. They are brothers there you go perfect that's why it feels like it's a martin movie it's a mcdonald movie movie. (laughs) yeah huh well look at us learning stuff are they my new favorite directing brothers oh over the shit dardens (laughs) oh i was gonna say over the scots Ooh. r.i.p tony r.i.p tony also i don't know if tony made that many good movies jumped off a fucking ridley's made some good ones also some stinkers i don't know that tony made that many good ones he made a couple Tony made all the good ones. Yeah. Oh, sure. Did he make the uh, Gods of Egypt? No, that's not the one. What's the <laughs> What's the one with Christian Bale and Joel Edgerton? Oh, Exodus, Kings and Gods, gods and, and Kings. kings? Yeah, yeah. Was that that's his last a, that's, movie? That's a Ridley. Tell me that. No, oh, he that's made Ridley? one. He made one after that. Yeah, that was a Ridley. Oh, I'm surprised Ridley didn't uh, jump Top off Gun, pretty decent. City Unstoppable! Di- he jumped off a fucking building oh. after Unstoppable. Wow, came full circle. He made two train movies in a row? Oh, the A-Team. From here, it looks like the A-Train. And I was like... Well, take a look at the movie right before that. Oh, shit! A train movie. He's the train guy? <laughs> Tony Scott Okay, so Top Gun, pretty good. Days of Thunder, great. Beverly Last Boy Scout, pretty two. good. True Romance, good. Crimson Tide is fine. Oh, the fan. The fan. Uh, Enemy State's not bad. Spy Game's pretty good. Man on Fire's Fire really is good. Uh, Domino's whatever. Deja Vu's whatever. <laughs> Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3 is oh, silly. He didn't direct the... He just produced the A-Team. Oh. So he did... He, <gasps> he Back-to-back trade movies! He, he wrapped up his <laughs> life <laughs> with two bad train movies. <laughs> Tony, bad train movies, Scott. Oh, Tony. And then he killed himself because he had, like, cancer. He had, like... Oh, that's right. He and was, he was dying like, anyway. fuck it, I'm going. So it wasn't because of the train movies. Well, maybe, maybe the train movies gave him cancer. Oh. Didn't think about that, but probably correct. Although, how, fucking how many Denzel movies did he do? Like He four? loves Denzel. He loves Denzel uh, and one, Tom Cruise. Two, 
three, four Denzel movies. Yeah. Wow. Good for him. Is Domino Denzel? Uh, no, it's uh, Who's Kieran Domino? Knightley. My my girl. Kieran Knightley, Mickey Rourke, Mickey Rourke, and Edgar Ramirez. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's I did a, not see that. It's not bad. But yeah, Pelham 1, 2, 3, Deja Vu, Man on Fire. And Unstoppable. And Unstoppable. Goddamn. Yeah. Busy guy. Busy guy. Uh, what the hell were we talking about? Uh, Banshees? Favorite, oh, yeah. Cool, favorite cool, directing brothers. Cool brothers. <laughs> I guess also the Safties, but we'll have to see what happens when they do another one. Did you just get a... Yep. Live on air? I just got live PayPal money. From Adam what? Thornton? Nope. Oh. But I like that we're doxing people. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it from Joe Thornton? It is from hockey superstar, hockey legend Joe Thornton. Big fan of the pod. P-A-W-D. Uh, Nothing? Is it just an empty message? I think it's an empty message. How could it possibly take this long to load? There you go. Uh, there you go. So it just says request spectacular, but it doesn't say <laughs> what movie. Well, maybe it's not a movie. Maybe it's just like maybe they maybe he heard us say movie and move on. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, if you do have a uh, a movie selection, Jacob, who uh, who sent me twenty five dollars uh, in in the past on uh, on October sixth, <laughs> <laughs> that I'm just reading the email for now. Uh, a full week later. A full week later. Um. Let me know if you have an actual pick or uh, or just whatevs. But uh, but thank you regardless. I'm liking that we just we had a passing mention of it last week, and uh, and the the money's already rolling in. We're we're almost at eight episodes already. <laughs> I'm already more than halfway to getting a PlayStation Five. Nice, just in time for NHL 23 to have come out two months ago. <laughs> Excellent. So yeah, yeah. Ban- Ban- Banshees. Yeah, fucking. Rock. Oh yeah. So I got yeah. They they're they're friends. They live on the island, and then just one day, Brendan Gleeson is done being friends I, uh, with yeah, Colin Farrell. I don't like you like, anymore. Just that's it. Just wants yeah. to move on and not be friends anymore. And Colin does not take it well. Yeah. And yeah, it's uh, very very funny, but also like has a little bit of a darkness to it. Oh for like, sure. Uh, three billboards had. Like there's yep. comedy, but there's also like melodrama and yeah. actual and, and in dr- Bruges too. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess yeah, in Bruges too. Yeah. yeah. Toward yeah, towards the end. Yeah. So same similar vibe. I'd I'd say I probably laughed more at this than any other McDonough movie. Like it had a lot of laughs in it. It's it's it very did, yeah. Funny. It had a lot of comedy to it. Yeah, yeah. And like really just subtle dialogue comedy too. Like yes. not ridiculous things happening or very silly things happening. It would just be like a line that would be said and it was like the whole theater was laughing. Yeah. Except for the girl sitting directly in front of me who uh, fell asleep about five minutes in, uh, woke up with maybe 20 minutes left, very like blatantly looked at her check, Apple watch. Checked her full brightness Apple watch. Yeah, so it illuminated the whole fucking theater. Said one or two really quick things to her boyfriend's thing next to Immediately her. back to sleep. Immediately fell asleep. That's how to watch a movie. She watched maybe five minutes of the whole movie. <laughs> I hope she caught the good stuff. Uh, yeah, I hope she caught all of the goods. <laughs> yeah. And then I hope she caught some of that D later. As, pun- as punishment for sleeping <laughs> through one of the best movies I've seen this year. Yeah, absolutely. 
I, I hope there was some D punishing. <laughs> uh, then next was the whale, which is not a bad back to back over. Dude, are you making whale noises? Are you I'm struggling to breathe. Are you trying to get off the bed? I'm trying to get off the bed. <laughs> yeah, um, which which featured Brendan Fraser doing his finest Drew impression. <laughs> Like I said, that's how I get off your bed when we're done podcasting, especially if I'm laying down. It is a real <laughs> struggle. Um, oh, look at that. Somebody liked my review of the movie I didn't like. Uh, nice. I just want to say, what did I, I? I wrote one thing in my review of The Whale that I... Is this at Drew Sarian on Litterbox? Correct, correct, it is. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, Darren. We, we get it. You like biblical allegories. <laughs> but I'm happy that you turned it around after making two of my most hated movies of all time. Uh, after making several of my favorite movies. It's been an interesting run for Darren. And uh, maybe one of the greatest opening scenes in cinema history. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, after making Mother and Noah back to back... Which are two, one is one of the worst movies I've ever seen, especially considering it's got Russell Crowe and I actually really like Russell Crowe. Mm -hmm. And then Mother, which was one of the movies, like I... You need to revisit it. I was so actively, visibly mad I feel like you went into watching that, you that went movie. into that movie pissed. <laughs> uh, I mean, some sometimes I do, and maybe that was one I of them. I feel like you did. But I was so, like, just actively furious at that movie <laughs> that when I left, because I saw it with a friend of the show, Kelly Summers, mm -hmm. where, like, I actively felt that in the parking lot after the movie that Kelly and I were going to double murder Suey each other. Because we were so angry. Was at Ke it. Kelly was also mad at Kelly it. Kelly was also just as angry. Like we got out of the theater and we there was <laughs> silence until we got to the parking lot, and then without saying a word to each other, we both just said, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> and then the whole Fair. car ride home was just anger, rage boners, <laughs> and anger. Yep. So I'm glad that he turned it around and made something that uh, didn't definitely didn't make either one of us cry. No, and what? I assume also Adam because he has real human emotions. Uh, I, I think he actually might have been really. Yeah, is that why he got up and left right away? No, no but I, I'm I, kidding, I but. no, but I I think I heard some some, some sniffles toward the end, that's, and that was the second time. Yeah, that's good. It. Yeah, yeah, it got me a couple times, but I only actively cried one time. I yeah I I cried at. Like towards the end, right? The yeah. the the final scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that got me good. Yeah, but, but man, I uh, like I I, don't, uh, I will admit that like I fucking love Brendan Fraser. Like yeah. all even the bad movies are fucking great. Like yeah. watching Bedazzled for the for this great was so goddamn good. He's he has so much charisma and he's so likable. Yes, like as a human being, he's so likable. Yeah, and the fact that like all this awful stuff has happened to him. Yeah, like over his career, it's and he just, just like wrecked his body doing his own stunts. Yeah, got in George of the Jungle and whatnot. Got diddled by some Hollywood exec and then got blacklisted for saying it. Yeah, he got guy me too. He got guy me. Yeah, but like guy me which is but can we say it's worse? It's can we say it's way worse? Can we say it's harder for men? That's way harder for men. Yeah. That's why they get paid more. <laughs> exactly. But, like, he got me to the opposite way. Yeah. Like, he got me to for me tooing somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got canceled for getting raped. Getting, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm so That's happy a tough one. that, like, he, he, like, 
was is like getting this opportunity yeah do have a comeback because there are lots of people that get comebacks that don't really deserve it <laughs> mickey rourke but i guess speaking of uh, aronofsky movies like mickey rourke as a person like yeah, because he really deserved to have a comeback, right? Like, <laughs> look, he had a very tough 1990s. Yeah, like <laughs> injecting injecting ma- heroin into his directly face. into his face. <laughs> but like, he he does didn't deserve to have his renaissance. But now we deserve the renaissance. Absolutely, renaissance time. I wish I had been there. For, it was. The Venice yeah. Film Festival, the yeah. Better Vif, where <laughs> uh, where he got a because I think that was like the the premier premiere of yeah, it, it premier. where he got a six minute standing yeah. ovation and, and cried he was so like yeah humbled like he he couldn't believe that it was happening it, like some people yeah. like they get it and they're like well yeah I like it's a great movie I did a great job of like, course you're like, doing this thank you but then this was just like he he literally didn't even want to get up mm-hmm. like somebody went up like one of the I don't know like producers like, or so I don't know hey, like, right. was like you like, stand up stand up and he was like okay fine and he stood up and he like bound the, and then he was just sort of like I don't know what to do. I don't know. And then he, he sort of did like the old like, oh, shucks. Like it was very cute. It's super cute. But like, yeah, yeah it's like, it, it's so great to see uh, like an, a person like that get an opportunity again. But like, yeah, I don't even really want to say anything about the movie because I don't want to no. spoil anything. I mean, you can, the description of it online is pretty accurate. Like he's yep. a, he's an obese university instructor who's trying to reconnect with his estranged daughter yeah uh and then just sort of it's who might be a bitch who might be evil um <laughs> uh, but like yeah that's really yeah, it, it's a simple enough story very, it's just very simple really really good and if he doesn't at least get a nomination for this then the oscars can kind of fuck off i don't think he's gonna really i think he'll get golden globes i don't think he's getting oscars that's Scott, such bullshit. Directed by a straight white man, starring uh-oh, a straight white man. Oh, can't there, do it. There's a Chinese in it. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot. I, remind me that I have to show you the clip of her doing the super racist Vietnamese accent in oh, yeah. Downsizing because it is very funny. That's right. Because she is does not speak like that. She doesn't. <laughs> she speaks. <laughs> she like speaks she like she spoke in The yeah. Whale with literally yeah. zero accent. Uh, she's also in that really good movie that I uh, talked about before, uh, Driveways. With uh, oh, Brian Dennehy's I last saw, movie, yeah, I saw it. she's also in that. She's the the female. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's great. Like, yeah, she's really good. She's great, really great. She was actually really good in this. Yeah, I I, I know that. What, um, what's her name? Daniel Day Kim. Uh, <laughs> no, he's a leopard. That's different. <laughs> that's this, very. This podcast is two is very much two things. We are we are anti Israel. Yeah, and we are pro. Getting Big Wolf off of where? Yes. Not everything needs to be werewolf. There's other wares. Where Jaguar. Where Tiger. Where's your penis? Right here. Right here. (laughs) What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, her name is so much more racist than... (laughs) Her name is Hong Chow. (laughs) It's a good name. Let's just think about that for a while. <laughs> Are you just thinking? Yeah. <laughs> thinking of something bad to say? Yeah. Hong Chao. She, what is she? Vietnamese? Yes. Well, hold on. Chinese? Dirty 
She's Dirty Knees. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, born in Thailand. Okay. She played a Vietnamese in Downsizing. Uh, she should go to jail. You can't do that. Is she a lady boy? Oh, she is from Thailand, so yes. Oh, did I? Oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. I got a... Uh... She played an amputee in Downsizing? Uh, she downsized her own body yeah, by removing a leg? missing her leg. Hmm. Yeah. That mo- <sighs> Not to get off track, but that movie was so disappointing. I really like Alexander Payne. I think he's really good. And that movie was so disappointing. It like it had so much potential to be concepts interesting. A comedy and it wasn't. It did seem like it was going it to be a It had a little comedy. bit of comedy at the very beginning and then it was just sort of a like drama. Yeah. I I was very disappointed with it. Damn, I really like election. All of, uh, I mean, I do really like election. Election, but like, Nebraska, everything's good. Yeah, besides Sideways. downsizing. Well, you haven't seen downsizing. Maybe you'll like it. No, maybe I'm the asshole. You know what? I don't want to rule out that you might be the asshole. Uh, what else did he do? He did the uh, Descendants. The Descendants about Schmidt. About oh. <laughs> Uh, the movie where I saw Kathy Bates completely naked with my mom and my grandmother. And he's got a 2023 coming out, The Holdovers. <gasps> did I see Tom Sizemore? I don't think you did, but I hope you did. You... Who's the second name? Tate Donovan. Oh, well, I'm looking at this of, screen I'm from... Of Damages and Friends fame. And? A third Tate Donovan well, credit? Oh, what was that show? Friends. Nip Tuck. Is he a Nip Tuck? Is he a Nip Tucker? That is a great Nip question. Nip Tucker Carlson? I want... Is, is, <laughs> is that a Japanese Tucker Carlson? Oh, I'm writing down Nip Tucker Carlson. I don't know what to do with that, but that, that's something. This is what they want. They want us to get plastic surgery. The liberals want us all... They want us all to get trans surgery from, the, from Tate Donovan, who may or may not have been on Nip Tuck. Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay. Who's the Nip Tuck? He's on 39 episodes of the OC. Sure. Is that what you're thinking? Sure. Um, one episode of Law and Order Criminal Intent with my boy Vinny D. Um, yeah, that's, yeah, those are all his credits. He was in Rocket Man, your favorite movie. Uh, which one? Oh, the, the, the newer. Oh, okay. So what is so Alexander Payne's new one, The Holdovers? Looks like a Giamatti joint. Nobody like. <laughs> hey, th- tell me, tell me if this first sentence is going to be a stretch for a Paul Giamatti type character. Nobody likes teacher Paul Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> not his students, not his fellow faculty, not the headmaster, who all find his pomposity and rigidity exasperating. Is he just? reprising his character from sideways or is he just playing paul Paul giamatti Giamatti? (laughs) starring paul giamatti as himself as teacher paul hunnam uh with no family and nowhere to go over christmas holiday in 1970 Ooh, a period piece paul remains at school to supervise students unable to journey home after a few days only one student holdover remains a troublemaking 15 year old named angus a good student whose bad behavior always threatens to get him expelled joining paul and angus is head cook mary Rand, uh, played by someone Randolph, an African American woman who caters Maya Rudolph, who Maya Randolph, 
an African-American woman who caters to sons of privilege and whose own son was recently lost in Vietnam. These three very different shipwrecked people form an unlikely Christmas family sharing comic misadventures during two very snowy weeks in New England. The real journey is how they help one another understand that they are not beholden to their past, that they can choose their own futures. It's about about the friends we made along the way. It is about the friends we made along the way. Okay, let's move on. We're spending too much time on a movie we haven't even seen yet. Anyways. Uh, Fair. uh, We were talking about the whale. And then what did we see after the whale? I saw Quantum Cowboys after the whale. I didn't because I was too tired. You made the right choice. It's not very good. It's a bunch of mixed media animation. Uh, Some of it's cool, but it's just... uh, Gay and bad. It's sort of a run-of-the-mill... Time travel thing. David Arquette's in it, which is cool, because you cannot kill him. And uh, But it is uh, very skippable. I have uh, already forgotten most of it. Uh, there's Cowboys, and they use Quantum Leap technology <laughs> to go back in time and it's, kill baby Hitler. It's just like a multiple timelines thing and, and redoing things and creating a new reality and I, I feel like my description is cooler than it is and my description is not that cool so yeah the next day was triangle of sadness i don't know if you saw anything in the interim there ah! what i f- i fear you found something funny yeah, but I think it's only a joke for me. I don't think it's a joke for the podcast because it's, no? Drew, it's Drew's professional hockey corner. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay, like I can do this really quick. There was a hockey player for the Canucks who got accused of raping a woman in his hotel in like 2017 or 18. Mm-hmm. Um, he came out and said that he didn't, and you know he said she said. Then he she sued him. And, uh, or, you know, like he put a, uh, got him arrested. He, the Canucks released him because they didn't want to deal with it. He went back and he went to sign and play in Russia. So he played in Russia for a season and then came back and had to do the trial. They found him not guilty, but it was a lot of like his lawyers and people calling her a slut and saying, well, look what she was wearing and blah, blah. Right. Yeah. So whether or not it actually happened, who fucking knows, but he was cleared. So he signed a professional tryout with the Oilers okay. to see if he could get a contract to play. Well, today the Oilers released him from his contract. And because he did a rape. somebody on Twitter said, anyone know if Jake Vertanen accepted a no from Edmonton? Or will he just insist on being at practice tomorrow? <laughs> That's nice. You set the table for that very nicely. I think everyone, everyone gets the joke now. And that was fun. It was fun for the whole group. That was some good professional hockey corner. I feel really good about it. I think you should keep <laughs> you should keep the hockey corners more rape focused, if anything, and less sports focused. Uh, he also the the game yesterday between the Canucks and the Oilers was in Abbotsford, which is oh, cool. his hometown. Good guy, and he got booed off the ice. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's stuff. so good! It's so good. Strong stuff. Anyways, uh. In the interim, what did I see? I would tell you, but I don't care. <laughs> um, I don't know if you saw anything before Triangle of Sadness. No, I didn't. Yeah. So then we saw Triangle of Sadness, and it's great. It's by our boy Ruben Ostland. I don't know if he's our boy. He's our boy again. I was going to say, we had a brief... Well, I think we had a bit of a falling out, a falling out with him. in 2019. 19. 19. 2019. Yeah. 
he made Force Majeure, which uh, I love, and I think Drew loves even more. Yeah, it was like my number. It was three? it was higher than me. It was I, my number two or three. It, it was your like four or five. Yeah, in there. Yeah, but we both agree it's great. And then he made the square, which I don't think is that good. It's just, it it the square is just like a series of vignettes. It's just like it's non-linear. Yeah, and, and not all of it's good. Like not bits all of it's and pieces good. are fine. There's and... the there's the monkey man. That's all that's really honestly all I remember. Like jumping on people's tables at a fancy dinner. Don't call Morgan Freeman the <laughs> oh monkey man. Oh my god. Now I great. Oh great. <laughs> now I'm going to jail. Oh. To be fair, it was a white monkey man. <laughs> It was a Scandinavian monkey. He was an albino gorilla. <laughs> yeah. The, the the rarest in captivity. And all silverback. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, that's really the only scene I remember, honestly. But it was... I remember the square. I guess I remember the, the square also, but, like, it didn't do a lot. It was, like, too artsy. It was really up to on butt. It was. I'm like, and oh. boring. Like, just not, yeah, not, and like, nothing. I, it, it wasn't that engaging. No. Whereas Force Majeure was super engaging, yeah. as was Triangle of Sadness. Guess yeah. who's back in the good books? Ruben Osland. Yeah. So it's two and a half hours plus. Fucking flies by. Does oh, yeah. not feel long at all. It's great. It's paced great. Yeah. It's super funny. It's like, th- there's some laughs in Force Majeure. There's way more in this. Yeah. This is like, ostensibly a comedy i think it's a it's a full-on comedy yeah there isn't anything in it that's very like down depressing there's there's like there's commentary but it's still like kind of through comedy yeah 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 so it's yeah it, it it's really great i was i was a big fan of this it's uh like a and yeah, it's it's well, it's it's presented in three parts. Mm-hmm. There's the the there's these two cunts, uh, <laughs> uh, the yacht and the island. Yeah, and yeah, so it, it, like each one takes a turn, but it, it's the same. It, it's the we we see the same two characters throughout, but then the later parts add a bunch more characters, and yeah, it's this uh, like in influencer couple influencer girl influencer male model, model guy. couple yeah who are like to largely together for the clout yeah although there, there are some actual feelings there's there some romance to it but it's yeah it's just the fact that they both have like millions of followers on social media so being together means they share they get more followers followers yeah, yeah. so and they are given a free trip to go on a like a, well, it's it's not a yacht. It's like a cruise ship. Yeah, but it's only for the super rich. A super luxury cruise. Yeah, and yeah, the 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 first part is just a lot of their like interpersonal dynamics, which is very funny, and like the the ins and outs of like who's paying for dinner and stuff, which which was funny. At and uh, would you? I I feel like there was their their dinner argument. I feel like there was a dude's rock slant to the argument. Yeah. 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 Like he. He was right. He was right. Okay, hundred percent. He was right. Yeah, and I I don't think there's bias in that. I th- I think that's that's how that's one how it was presented, and two is the correct presentation. Yeah. <laughs> so someone else watch it and tell us tell us we're right, and that uh, and that dudes do in fact at the end of the day, rock. 
Um, yeah, then they go on a luxury cruise. Uh, the cruise uh, goes. Uh, the cruise goes uh, not so well by the end of it, and then part three is the island. <laughs> so <laughs> you figure it out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just tons of funny stuff throughout. Yeah. Lots of just like interpersonal dynamics and and class and so I I there's a very good uh, like Russian oligarch and uh, Woody Harrelson is the drunk captain of the uh, of the luxury liner who is a like Marxist socialist so they have this like American communist versus Russian capitalist argument. That's very funny. Very funny. Yeah. And I love that they had, like, the scene of, like, they're having these back and forth, like, you know, using historical commentary quotes. and yeah. quotes and stuff. Yeah, they're having a quote but, off. But they're, like, looking at their phones to get them. Yeah, it's, like, like, it's not like it's off the top yeah, of like their head. Yeah, like, the first one for each was off the top of their head, and then they're like, okay, I need more quotes now. Hold on a second, let me Google this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that was very funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's great. There's there's very little not to like. So if you and if it you, flies by, absolutely flies by. It's uh, yeah, one definitely one of the faster two and a half hour plus movies yeah. I've seen. The only other one I can think of like that is uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I thought moved very well for a long movie. Yeah. So yeah, if you've seen Force Majeure and like the vibe. I think you'll really like this. If you haven't, uh, watch, what are you doing? watch both, you silly. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? And uh, that takes... And then then I had a day off after that. You Drew didn't. You had a big day. I don't want to take forever on this. Also, I'm munching. Um, Let me have some munches. What are we... I don't want to take this forever. I'm going to do it real quick. Chewy nerds. I saw... Canadian directed, filmed, produced, whatever. Ah! Oh boy. <laughs> Did you get Crown come out? Nope, but the second one was so much harder <laughs> than the first one. First one chewed easy. That's what I heard. My soft teeth. Um, all right, very quickly. It's a movie about a very important topic in this country, which is... From the early 1800s until 1996. Completely blows my mind that it still happened in the fucking mid-90s. Yeah. Um, residential schools. What, are they going to educate themselves? Yeah. Is that a thing I should say? <laughs> well, you can't just let them roam around like savage wilderness people. That's true. They need language. Chucking right? spears and oh boy. gutting fish boy, with oh their boy. mouths. Um, <laughs> I like that. That's a fun video. Uh, so it's about residential schools, which essentially was the Canadian government and the... Uh, the Catholic Church took young Aboriginal ch children away from their families, put them into like schools that they lived in, and essentially turn them like make them white is essentially what it was. And Christian, most important, and white and Christian, yeah, yeah, yeah. like to, to make them into civilized Western yeah. people, right? And it went great. Uh, well, I mean, they were around for a really long time. I was going to say, so... would would something unsuccessful yeah. go on for a hundred and fifty years? But the thing is, like, it wasn't really brought to the forefront until like like five, Thursday, like five <laughs> years ago. They dug up, uh, like they were they were building something like a pipeline or something, yeah, through native land. They dug up where uh, like a field near where a residential school was. They found like I don't know a thousand Just dead bodies. So 
many skeletons. Um, because just really a lot. They had just been like physically abusing, mentally abusing, sexually abusing for years and years and years. A little bit. And you know, like some of these people, like you can do a little bit of abuse as a treat. A little. Yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously it's like a huge black mark on our history as a nation, Yeah, but so to, in saying that, but we didn't have a civil war because half of our country <laughs> wanted to keep doing it forever. <laughs> Maybe we should have. Maybe we should have. What side are you on? Whatever side Quebec is on. I look really good in gray. <laughs> so I might've been a southerner. <laughs> I I also like gray. Um, gray beats blue. Yeah. So, just because the subject matter is important and in, intriguing, yeah, doesn't mean the movie's good. And then, Correct. of course, saying that the movie's not good makes you an asshole. <laughs> like. The movie got a, I don't know, 10 minute standing ovation at the end, right? Because the director's there, the producer's which, there. Which was uh, certainly earned and not performative at all by the audience? No, of course not. Okay, good. So, like, if the entire room is standing up and applauding this, like, super sensitive cultural thing, and then I'm the asshole who doesn't stand up and applauds it. You are the asshole. Then, you know, I'm going to get... I don't know. Do do you, get, do you get lynched? I don't know. I think you get lynched. I don't know. All of the white actors. We were... could honestly use a few white lynchings. I think that would like really spice things up. Wow. Okay. Sure. No. Yeah, maybe. Um, all of the white actors were terrible. It wasn't well <laughs> shot. I mean, it, it's Canadian stuff always has this very specific look to it. Cheap. Yeah, even though it's not necessarily cheap. I know, it just, for some you know, reason... It, it can have the same budget as something filmed in the United States, but it, looks cheap. but it just looks like it's a third of the budget. Can we not get the good film? I have no idea. I don't I, know if it's a style choice, yeah. or the locations, like, I don't know. But anyways, it, it just looks, it always looks bad. And so, I just didn't think it was very good. And it had nothing to do with the fact that it was directed and written and produced by a Aboriginal wa- woman, or that it was about Native kids getting fucked and raped and stuff. Like fucked and raped. Fucked and raped. <laughs> well, some of it, if you're getting fucked, that means you're into it. Yes. If you're getting raped, it means you're not into it. Correct. Unless you're gets wet, then uh, then it's hard to argue. Anyways, <laughs> um, I just didn't think it was very good, and you're I guess, on. And I, Look at her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm the bad guy. So yeah, I saw that. Then last night, yeah, uh, I went and saw two documentaries. Double uh, doc. One, both of which are not going to be interesting to anyone. One was a documentary about why the Vancouver Grizzlies left Vancouver for Memphis. Boo. Pretty good. I enjoyed it. It was all all about my childhood. I'm I'm booing them going to Memphis. Oh, good. And there's no Grizzlies in Memphis. There's no bears in Tennessee. No. And the other one was a documentary about Indians doing Indian things. This time the other Indians. Oh yeah. The the boop boop, not the pow wow. Yeah. Um rescuing birds of prey uh that have fallen from the sky because of how bad the air quality so is. So we're in talking New like Margot Robbie. Rosie Perez. She wasn't one of the birds, probably. Okay. That's true. She was a side friend. 
Uh, who the hell were the rest of... There was the one who... <laughs> Drew's making emotions at me that are not helping. There was the one who, at the end of the movie, uh, revealed that she had actual superpowers, yeah. which completely, like, threw off the entire logic of yeah. the movie and its universe. Yeah. Like, no one up to that point was magic. Mary they, was with Weinstein. Winstead? Oh, Winstead. Winstead. Yeah. That's right. And? Uh, A black one. Rosie Perez again. <laughs> um, A brave dual role by Rosie Perez. Maybe it was Perez. Zoe Kravitz? Um, that's on the table. Let's, uh... What am I thinking of Catwoman? You might be thinking of Catwoman. Is it Jesse Smollett's sister? It is Jesse Smollett's sister. Okay. It is Journey Smollett. Ah! J-U-R-N-E-E. She's kind of cute. I'll admit it. Uh, she's kind of cute. She's in something She's else not Rosie Perez cute, <laughs> but she's cute. Uh, she was in something else. I like Mary Elizabeth Winstead, too. Me, too. So it's, a. Uh, it's an attractive bunch, those Birds of Prey. It's too bad it was one of the worst movies. What about the kid? That could possibly be. Oh, I fucked her. <laughs> huh. The, uh... Is the kid even fucking credited? Who cares? You know what? Not me. I'm not looking any further. Kid's not on the front page. She doesn't get it. Anyways, yesterday, you saw... I saw Sick of Myself. Which uh, I had the wrong idea about what kind of movie it was going in, just based on the small picture and probably one sentence I read in the VIF guide a month ago. I thought it was about, like, drug addiction. It's not, uh, but what it is, is uh, Awful White Woman, the movie. <laughs> and it's super fun, and I would recommend it to anyone, especially Awful White Women, <laughs> to maybe... Uh, learn from the mistakes of the main character in this movie. It's uh, yeah, it's just it, it's basically just an awful woman with uh, with what appears to be like at least borderline personality disorder esque traits, and uh, is definitely the kind of person that would uh, falsely threaten suicide if you broke up with her. Oh. And uh, just or like, fake having cancer so that she could be the center of attention at school or fake having cancer so that she could be the center of attention at school, which is like really close to what she yep. does here, except she actually actually gives herself the uh, the medical condition because she cannot stand uh, not having right. attention on her at all times. And I'm wondering if this is like an epidemic in Norway, because this is, this is the second recent like horrible narcissistic woman movie out of Norway in uh, in like the last 12 months. Mm. So, I don't know what's going on there, but uh I might have to I might have to head uh head north and uh clean house over there. But now, question is, were you cheering for the right side? I just had a whisker come out. Oh. Hmm. Were you cheering for the right side? Is this a white lie situation? Oh, interesting. I know, yeah, because I, yeah, in White Lie, which the which is what we were 
referencing, which we did on, on All Requests Spectacular. Is that how we watched no, it? No, I think we just watched it. We just watched it? I think it? I watched it. Oh, no, it was for, it was well, for, the, for, the, it was for the year end. Yeah, it was just for best of the year. Uh, yeah, which is a girl uh, faking having cancer for attention, which, yeah, absolutely on her side, because mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, just keep the lie going. I yeah. fucking love lying. Because yep. this one, besides lying how she got the illness is not so much about lying because she like she actually fucks herself up yeah which is which is great um but yeah you are um you are not on her side oh okay at all but uh yeah really fun i i had very few expectations going in and uh it was a real a real pleasant surprise so uh check out sick of myself if and when you uh you get a chance and then yeah, and then the next day, I uh, the next day, and not uh, later tonight, I definitely saw uh, RMN by the uh, by Christian Mungu, director of Graduation, which is great. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure RMN was was really good too. Your thoughts? I didn't see it. Oh, too bad. What uh, I saw the Blue Captain. And how'd you like that? Definitely in the past. Gay Iran. Gay Iran. Good stuff. And then. Um, then on the last day, we went and saw the new uh, Hirokazu Koreator Broker, and I'm sure, sure it was the best movie you saw all year. Sure, we really enjoyed it, and uh, then maybe saw a donkey movie called EO. Oh, I like donkey movies. Which is the uh, the fourth donkey movie <laughs> we've been uh, privy to in like the last week. The others being Triangle of Sadness. Banshees of Sharon and Pinocchio 2022. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there's the uh, the past and future VIF review. Now, a lot of you are saying, I'm getting a lot of uh, live, uh, uh, everyone's hitting me up on uh, on, on Tout, on uh, ICQ, on ICQ, on Grinder right now, because of course we broadcast this live saying, are you guys not doing Twitter Creep of the Week this week? We're not, but let me tease you because we're we're way over time. But let me tease you for next week. We're not only giving you Twitter Creep of the Week next week. We're giving you the whole behind-the-curtain process of how we got to that Twitter Creep of the Week uh, with bonus creep shout-outs. So, uh, so just... Side hey, creeps. Side creeps. So uh, so just a hold, hold on to your butts, and uh, I think you're going to like the way you look next week with uh with the twitter creep of the week so let's very briefly <laughs> talk about uh the underrated or rated exactly correctly uh coen brothers movie the uh the cocksucker proxy <laughs> of uh did i pronounce that wrong <laughs> pardon me the hudsucker proxy of uh 1994 directed by eaton cohen. <laughs> directed by eaton cohen of uh Sherlock at uh, of Holmes and Watson fame. Um, so yeah, so we got here via Tim Robbins from uh, I don't know what was the last fucking Mission movie? to Mars. Mission to Mars. That makes sense. You know Our what? Fourth Brian De Palma movie. <laughs> we could have found a way to do more. Yeah, I think we blew it. I think we got to find a way back to De Palma. <laughs> what are you beating off for? I'm jiggling things in my hand. Are you on to the second bag of no. stuff? No. All right. Let me know when you are. I want to try one. All right. And review it on air. So, um, oh, and also we were going to do a uh, a live uh, a live watch and react of the uh, of the new uh, Super Mario trailer, but uh, 
And by new, I mean a week old and didn't just drop an hour ago. Um, but the fact it's uh, that it's going to be a week old, uh, it's probably okay being two weeks old. So uh, we'll do that next week too. So listen, listen to all the exciting things you get next week. But for now, cocksucker. <laughs> uh, Tim Robbins has the worst hair at the beginning. Of the I like um, young 40-year-old upstart Tim Robbins. Yeah, he's not like the youngest guy in the world in this movie, is he? Nope. Timmy R? Timmy Hard R. I like it. When Whence were you born? He was born October 6th. I mean... He's not, yeah, he's not young, but he's not old. He's, he would, he's 35 when they made this movie. But yeah, it's, it's like he's in his early 20s. Like yeah, the character. Like fresh out of unit college. Yeah. And looking for a job. I, oh, I love those fucking Me weird. T- so cool. Those ticker flipper so things. Cool. There's, they still have them in some airports. Mm-hmm. But it's the it's the coolest shit. But I like the way that that's how you look for the jobs. You just see a thing like yeah, it's uh, this like giant job oh, posting fluffer. board. I'm in. Yeah, and some of the jobs are very funny. There is uh, there is some good stuff there. So um, yeah, so young as and the, so we're in uh, we're in 1958. I, I can you believe it? A Coen Brothers period piece. Can't believe it. I know they really they really bucked the trend here. And yeah, he's desperate for a job. He uh, he finds one at uh, Hudsucker Industries, uh, in the in the mailroom. He's uh, he's he's, he's bright eyed. He's got big ideas, yep. uh, and he's he's gonna work his way up as best he can. And then he meets the other guy in the uh, mailroom who's been there for forty eight years. But they might move him up to parcels next year. It was uh, it was you're my boy Blue from old school. It was you're my boy Blue from old school. In fact, and uh, R.I.P. There's no way he's still alive. Anyways, There's not a continue. Move on. Just move on. You don't even have to look. You know he's dead. I know he's dead. <laughs> he's like 104 in that yeah, movie. Yeah, he's a thousand percent dead. Uh, they uh, they show us the big uh, the Hudsucker uh, boardroom and board of directors where I wrote down, now that's a board of directors. Yeah. Just old white men as far as the eye Those can Those guys see. are deciding the future of women's health. <laughs> that's the room that voted down abortions. Absolutely. That's the that's the 2022 U.S. Supreme Court. I like to call them boardies. <laughs> and uh, in the midst of their uh, their uh, quarterly profit report, in which they're doing excellent, uh, old Mister Hudsucker uh, gets up. Charles Durning. Charles Durning. Yeah. Uh, gets up. Gets gets incredibly limber. Oh, oh the, his the little leg, his he, little warm up and like the classic like bring your hands behind you bring your arms yep. behind you before you start running yep. cartoon style so good and then uh, does a funny little Charles Durning run down the giant boardroom table yep. and uh, and blasts out the uh, the forty fourth floor uh, window yep. to his death. I, what I what I really liked about that is when he was falling and there was like a woman holding her child below and he was sort of like move. Move. Yeah, he's Move. like no. He's <laughs> even in death. He's a good guy. He's like I don't want to crush a woman yeah. in her child. And, like he like a bug hit him in the glasses. So then he like yeah. wiped the bug away from his glasses like very casually. Yeah, yeah. It was good stuff. Yeah. So he goes splat. He goes splat. Um, then you see that sort of the that the next in charge is Paul fucking Newman. <laughs> it is Paul fucking Newman. Handsome to the fucking bitter end. Yes, he was. He was gorgeous the day he died. 
Yes, he was. Um, and the deal is that uh, old man Hudsucker was a, an 87% shareholder of this very profitable company. And the board, even as successful as they are, can't afford to buy that amount of stock. So that stock, as per the stipulations of whatever, just goes public on New Year's Day yeah. in, a, in a month. Yeah. And uh, and they're like, oh, fucking. So like j- just Jim ass can come and f- Jim ass. <laughs> can just come and fucking buy up our stock. This That sucks. Yeah. So the scheme is to tank the stock for the next month so, so they can all buy yeah. it on the cheap before it goes public on um, or, or as soon as it goes I public. Think as soon as it goes yeah, public. Yeah, because I guess they can't buy anything because yeah. it's still in escrow or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. So as soon. Yeah. Buy it on the super cheap as soon as it goes public on uh, on New Year's Day. And their plan to tank the stock is to input is to install a uh, puppet CEO who is a dunce. A dunce. <laughs> yeah. So they take uh, poor poor Timmy Hardar out of the uh, mailroom who is a was he was he pitching his big idea at the time? Oh no, he no he like he, the he, letter. Yeah, he he was tasked with a uh, very important uh, blue top, letter, top floor blue letter to uh, to give to uh, Paul Newman, but in the in the doing of it, uh, had a series of uh, comical japes where uh, where fires were set, <laughs> uh, contracts were accidentally burnt. contracts were destroyed, uh, full water jugs were dumped on the floor, <laughs> etc. Yeah, um, I I think it was when he was yeah it was when Tim was going up to the top floor to deliver it. There's like a real uh, real fast talking uh, elevator boy. Yep. Who had my absolute favorite line of the movie? So as various people are getting on, because you know he's he's worked there a while, he knows everyone, he's got banter with everyone, well one way banter with everyone, and he's like, Mister Klein up to nine, Mrs. Dell personnel, Mister Levin thirty seven, and Mister Levin's like actually thirty six, and he's like, walk down. <laughs> <laughs> Best line. Yeah, it was really that was good. really good. That was really good. <laughs> Actually, it's thirty six. Walk down. <laughs> and uh, yeah, with with how much Robbins is fucking up, and he never actually delivers the letter because uh, he forgets about it with all the other bullshit that's gone on in uh, Paul Newman's office. Paul Newman's like, huh? I could fire you, or I could make you stupid yeah, president. Or you're the guy. Yeah. So. He makes him the guy, and then, um, yeah, and then pretty much they're... That's when he starts pitching the ideas. Yeah. Ideas he's had for, he's been pre- presumably working on for a while. The idea being a, uh, a circle drawn on a folded up piece of paper. <laughs> and he's like, hey. It's the ring. What do you think about this? You know, for kids. He invented the ring. He invented the ring. Uh, it's a hula hoop that... Spoiler alert. No, sorry. For later. Anyway, so uh, the, uh, the the paper in town it wants to get the the scoop on the who who the hell's this out of nowhere president of this giant company? Let's uh, let's get in there uh, as uh, as stipulated by uh, Fraser's uh, inexplicably neither gay nor British dad, <laughs> or well, I I always refer to him as Fraser's uh, 
dad who's always very disappointed that one of his sons turned out to be a fag. <laughs> one. Frazier's not gay. Frazier's so gay. Frazier's gayer than Niles. He had a girlfriend, didn't he? Oh, yeah. No gay guy ever yeah. had a girlfriend. You don't have Na- a girlfriend. <laughs> Name one. <laughs> it's called a beard. Thank you very much. It hides your real face. So, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee doing the best transatlantic accent. Yeah, yeah like, she was fucking great. Yeah. Is, uh, is the star reporter Pulitzer winner, I heard. Yeah. Uh, who goes Tough under- talking one of the boys <laughs> who goes undercover at uh, at Hudsucker as uh, trying to get a secretary job with uh, with Tim Robbins to uh, to get in close to them and get all the get, get the all, the, all the cool scoops. And oh, and there's a great. <laughs> the other thing that probably made me laugh the second most was uh, when they were talking about other stories in the newsroom like j edgar hoover when will he marry crime buster or panty waist <laughs> <laughs> yep yep <laughs> big fan of crime buster or panty waist I, I also like the voiceover that the two guys in the diner were doing when she was trying to like yes. saddle up to him and they're yeah. like ah they're gonna move it in there so he'll take the bait he's not taking the bait <laughs> yeah two guys were like narrating or her, her conning yeah her conning tim robbins, tim robbins and he was like too dumb to notice yeah it was really good it was very they're good. like maybe he's wise he don't look wise <laughs> he don't look wise yeah very fun uh bruce campbell shows up he's like her, yeah he does her co-worker. Bruce! He's awesome. I literally just wrote Bruce in Me all too. capitals. Me too. And, um, and yeah, th- she's, uh, yeah, th- so, so she's, she sort of, uh, deduces that the reason for all this and that he has been installed as an, as an imbecile boss. As a puppet dictator. <laughs> as a puppet dictator. And, uh, and, but then John Mahoney is very reluctant to, uh, to print it. He's like, this, uh, th- we're accusing a giant company of like stock tampering. This is a, this is a big thing. This is, this is something for Amazing Tales magazine. And I'm like, I would love to read Amazing Tales magazine. Right. I would like to start publishing Amazing <laughs> Tales magazine. Is it just pictures of tales or, is it, or of- does it mean it's porn? I could. It's exclusively tail and butt porn. Yeah. It's okay. that. Okay. okay. <laughs> I think it'd be cool. Um, and that there's a there's a part where Tim Robbins is slandering the author of these articles to unknowingly the author of these articles. And it's so funny what he's like. He's like, I bet this report is a real ugly bitch. She's, <laughs> yeah. She's mad at everyone. She, she, she's got to be one of the boys. She wears pants. <laughs> yeah. She dresses like she wears men's clothing. Yeah. She goes out for drinks with all the boys because she is one of the boys. If she was hot, there'd be a picture of her by the article. Yep. <laughs> yep. He's not wrong. It was great. And um, and then, uh, yeah, Tim Robbins goes, uh, takes the long way to tell her that he's a furry uh, as he goes into a big thing about, like, reincarnation and, like, how uh, how he bets uh, she used to be a gazelle and he was an antelope, antelope or an ibex. And they'd, uh, I don't know, get together and smash and, and make a sterile gazelle antelope baby. I don't think that exists, but. <laughs> and uh, and he, so he fucking shoots his shot and she's into it. She's like, I wish I was still a gazelle. And Tim's like, I'm fucking in. Yeah, uh, but also neither one of them is a predator, so I'm out. No, they're just a bunch of a bunch of hoofed prey. Hooved. <laughs> J. Edgar Hoover. So, yeah, so now that he's... Uh, now that he's in charge, he's got a little more power in the company, and uh, 
has actually got people to listen to his his crazy hula hoop idea, um, which they all think is bad. So they go ahead with it because they want it to further tank the stock. And then it's just the classic, oh, no, it's not working. Oh, but now it is. And now it's the hottest selling item in America. And the company is wildly, wildly pro- the most profitable it's ever been. So their uh, plan backfired. Their plans completely backfired. They're all panicking. They're like, we're going to lose control of the company in uh, in a month. Now, one of us, oh, one of us forgot. So to, loud. I know. One of us forgot to bring his note to him. Who is that? Possibly so, me. We're not naming names. And uh, there was a scene when they are uh, when they are doing the like testing, manufacturing, like creation of the thing of the hula of the hula. Yeah. And there's the two guys in the boardroom in creative that are creative that are coming up with the names of what to call it. Yes. There were some fucking great names, and yes. I wrote them. Every single oh, one of them God down, damn. but it's at home. So uh, let me see if I can Be- quickly. Yeah, before that, there went, for the initial like prototype when it went to production, it was listed as the extruded plastic dingus. Yeah, extruded plastic dingus was part of it. Uh, okay, I found the scene. Okay. I don't know if I can just play them saying it. Will that get us in trouble? Who's to say? I guess if we're going to get in trouble, we're going to get in trouble for the opening. So. Probably all, probably all the uh, cocks and fags in the opening 30 seconds. Don't get us copyrighted. The wacky circumference. But it's not my favorite one. My favorite one's right towards the end. I believe there's a, a daddy-o in That's there. That's the favorite one. Is it? Oh, uh, I hope this music doesn't get us fucked. No. I like the sign that says, what What will this cost is a big sign that's hanging up in the yes. office. <laughs> we're fine. It's just, it's not good. We're not going to get cold. We're like two hours in. <laughs> True. All right, here we go. Need something short, sharp, snappy, little daddy shazaminer, the hipster, the daddy-o. <laughs> the daddy o the, the hipster. <laughs> yeah, and then they eventually are arguing over the what is it? The the hu- the HUD hoop and the sucker Yeah, well when uh, when Paul Newman towards the end was planning to take over the company, he had like options for the new name of the company because his his name was sid musburger yeah so it was like uh must must sucker industries uh hud hud burger industries and then he settled on sid sucker yeah sid sucker (laughs) i bet you there's a lot of people that were sid suckers in that movie absolutely so uh yeah so daddy oh the daddy (laughs) oh <laughs> uh so yeah, so the yeah, the company's super successful, but then uh Tim Robbins kind of gets cocky and like caught up in being the uh a Playboy. The Playboy wealthy successful CEO guy and then like rests on his laurels and doesn't come up with any new ideas. And uh, although he did, did have cool uh hula hoop 
options. A uh, one of them was great. A larger model for the obese. A larger model for the obese, or a motorized version. A motorized version for the lazy or spastic. <laughs> spastic. <laughs> and, yes. and a model with more sand for the hard of hearing was another one. <laughs> yes, that's right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, more sand. So yeah, so he's yeah so. Yeah, so Robin's character arc needs to be, like, brought down to earth by Jennifer Jason, who has caught actual feelings for him and feels bad about uh, completely betraying him. Yeah. No big deal, Jennifer. No, it's not like women are liars. Mm. Do you respect them? Uh, they're good for four things. Four things? I, I, there's no way you can name four things. Yeah. Go. What? Uh, cooking. Yep. Cleaning. Mm-hmm. Their vaginas. Yeah. And their sister's vagina. Ah! You got me. Yeah. There was a fourth. I can only think of three. Yeah. Well, you got to you got to come back later and think of the fourth one. <laughs> so, the the board is trying is trying to oust Tim Robbins. Um so they're trying to paint him as a as a loony. As a mental case. As a, a Who would come up with this circle idea? Only a loony. <laughs> we got to send him to the booby hatch. The booby hatch. That's <laughs> so good. We ne- we need to go back one okay, one we need to go back to institutionalizing crazy people or just institutionalizing women. Like oh. like uh hysterical women get institutionalized. Yes, I like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, because, like, we don't do that anymore, and that's why there's a, a random almost murder downtown just about every day. Yeah, I, I don't think we need to reopen the mental institution. No, absolutely not. But, uh, so, one, we need to open reopen them, and two, we need to go back to fun, old-timey slang for them. Yes. Booby hatch, loony bin, freak wharf. Freak wharf. <laughs> yeah. So, um, where do we go from there? Uh, that's near the end, basically. Um, Newman's looking to take over. Uh, Robbins has been largely ruined. He, uh, he stops into the beatnik bar, uh, with a cameo by bartender Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Which is great. And it was somewhere around that point. Yeah, it was after the, uh, after all the, like, you're crazy Tim Robbins stuff. I'm like, this is kind of like Changeling if it was a comedy. <laughs> Yeah. Because everyone's sort of gaslighting Tim Robbins and telling him he's crazy. Yeah. Oh, that's your son. Um, My son was taller and circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's your son. I have the idea that as soon as Angie got him, she looked at his penis. You, okay. <laughs> you, your missing son, your beloved missing son has been returned. You don't immediately check that dick? I guess you're right. You got to check. Got to make sure. Yeah. Gotta, Gotta make sure sh- they didn't reattach his foreskin while he was gone. Which they did. Which they did. <laughs> so it's a good thing you checked. <laughs> um, so yeah, so uh so Tim is going to uh gonna jump off the top floor of the building, not unlike his predecessor, uh then thinks better of it, but slips and falls. Uh but cool uh uh, what do you call them? I guess you call them magic African Americans, <laughs> who uh, who operate the the top of the building is like a giant clock, which looks really cool actually. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, who uh, j- jams a broom into the gears and stops time, stops time. <laughs> which is uh, we did not have any magical realism in the movie up nope. to this point, so it's an interesting uh, interesting pivot. 
And uh, so he's frozen in uh, midair, is visited by the angel of uh, Mr. Hudsucker. Charles Durning. Who uh, gives him a good uh, pep talk and says, hey, you know that uh, fucking letter that was really important that you're supposed to deliver, you fucking dip? Uh, it's still in your dumb apron. <laughs> so maybe uh, one, read it, and then two, fucking deliver it. Because it says that literally all my stock goes to whoever is made the new CEO. And Tim's like, but, 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 that's me. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. So uh, he, Tim uh, survives the fall, uh, is now the majority owner of Hudsucker Industries, and is, a I don't know, in probably today's money, a multi-trillionaire. <laughs> yep, probably. <laughs> and uh, goes down to the... Uh, Freak Wharf. Goes down to the... <laughs> Goes down to the free. Uh, no, uh, Paul Newman freaks out as a result of this. Yeah. And he goes to the free wharf, and uh, Tim goes down to the beatnik bar and uh, plants a big old smooch on uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. Fag. <laughs> I like that we started and ended the show <laughs> with fag. Well, if this uh, if this episode gets demonetized or taken down, we know whose fault it is. Them. They them's. Got it. Is this um. How many movies after this did uh, Paul Newman do? I think he still had some juice in him after 94. No? Yeah, he did. Nobody's Fooled and some of you called Twilight, Mr. Germano, Where the Money Is, Road to Perdition, uh, some TV stuff. Then he was a voice on Cars and then that was it. So his last movie movie. Oh yeah, I guess he... (laughs) Oh my dear God! His last movie was Road to Perdition in 2002. Okay, and then everything. Yeah, I'm thinking was, he like he was alive for another 14 years was, after like, the voiceover. He, he didn't or, do or a television. Lot. Yeah, yeah. Final credit is a voice in the Meerkats, where he was a meerkat. A documentary. So it's a, it's a documentary, but they have voices. Shut your fucking mouth. It's like uh, Farce of the Penguins. That's a documentary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a documentary about penguins. Living lives like humans. I mean, that's pretty cool. Wives catching them cheating. Gay stuff. Certainly gay stuff. Eating their own poo. <laughs> all right. That seems like enough, don't you? Yeah, I think we're done. Okay, good. We'll we'll see you next week with all that with all that fun stuff we promised if we remembered. That seems fair. Yeah. That's 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 the bargain we make with you, the listener. <laughs>